Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Rick. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Number one, put some water in your body. Number two, please rate, review, and subscribe to my show. It appears as though the ratings have plateaued. I'm on the path to a thousand. I can't do it without you guys, man. If you haven't done so, just go to the Apple uh, podcast app. Go to where the stars is at. Give your boy five stars. Leave a review if you so wish. And last but not least, if you like to email me, if you want me to read your email on this segment, goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, it's goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. All right. Now, with that being said, I got some emails to get to. Then after that, I have to go outside to do some things, things that's going to provide for my family, things of which I'm not going to elaborate on. So with that being said, this first email comes from, you have a name you want me to refer to you as? Yes, Marlo. I want me to refer to you as Marlo, so I'll do so. And it is entitled, Wale New Soul. It starts, greetings, good brother. Yo, it's Marlo. I hope you've been doing good. Just listen to your last episode on 61.2. You really put a lot into perspective. I appreciate your storytelling ability and how you make connections to the outside. I'm not sure if you remember, but I used to hit you on IG and Twitter on why I couldn't find the episodes. I'm sorry, why I couldn't, why I couldn't find the, the He-Man Woman Haters Club because there were episodes up uh, there that I felt was A1 content. You you would say it's up to mouse. It's still on YouTube, luckily. I just watched episode 145, Show Your Work. It was one of my favorites and related to Dave's skit regarding you only lie to people you're afraid of. Dave is truly not afraid of his truth. I believe that's power. What you did with 61.2 with truth and power. I'm sorry, I said waff. What's the fuck is wrong with me? What you did on 61.2 was truth and power. Side note. I lived in New York for a summer when I was 21, and I remember I had hit the Human Woman Hitters Club IG page up and asked if I could sit on a live recording. I was doing radio at the time at my college and wanted to improve my delivery, but more so, I was a big fan of the podcast. Y'all dubbed me. It's all good. I was going to shoot my shot. The game is the game. Fast forward to today as you are building your own lane. Keep building. I think you are one of the best interviewers out there. It's clarity in question, comedic timing, and you also add in commentary that's relevant to the conversation. Evident in the Show Your Work episode. So where does Wale new soul fit in? I feel like you embody that. The clear understanding of your talent level, where you could go, but it's the haziness and the process of arriving. You said you jump into 12 feet of water without doing the planning. That's the honest truth I relate to. Your power empowers. The good people need to hear you. Uh, can you add your podcast features to your link tree? Uh, I, I say all that to say you already have the answers. Trust yours. Put the power to your process. Respect the journey you're destined for and peep the last line of the song if it doesn't connect. I'll holla Marlo. Okay, this nigga didn't really ask a question. He just wanted to give me some love, man. I appreciate that, Marlo. Yeah, man. This shit is... Uh, this shit is kind of uh, crazy. 
You understand? Just try and be a lone wolf out here, trying to carve out his own way. And the one thing that keeps me going is the fact that people repeatedly tell me I'm not tripping. And these are people that I do not know. Because that that's a, that's a piece of territory that everybody really can't speak on. Now, you have friends that give you positive reinforcement. You have friends of friends that give you positive reinforcement. You have women that you once shared your body with giving you positive reinforcement. But complete strangers, niggas that don't know me from nothing, fucking with your boy, that really, that really does something to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not someone, I don't exalt myself into a position. I don't view myself as better than anyone else. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's to my detriment because everybody who's a superstar says they're a superstar. They feel like they're better. They feel like they're above. They feel like they're looking down at those that they've surpassed. And that's just really not my style. Now, in regards to you writing into the uh, Instagram and trying to sit in, I didn't run that shit. As you can tell, I really didn't run a lot of that show. So if you ask me, I would have said, yeah, but I mean, everybody's not me. And um, show your work, man. I got to check that out on YouTube because I haven't I haven't watched anything old. I haven't listened to nothing old. I, I pretty much put that show in my rear view. But I'm going to check that episode out and see what you was talking about. And I want to thank you for the compliments in regards to my interviewer style. And uh, last but not least, I hope you're doing what you need to do in regards to your dreams. Know what I'm saying? You trying to carve your way out with the radio shit and all that. You know what I'm saying? And uh and yeah, when in doubt, just ask Mouse. Anything regarding to like the He Man Women Hitters Club, like hit Mouse. I mean, that was that nigga show. You know what I'm saying? I have no answers as to what happened. I'm sorry, I have answers as to what happened, but I have no answers in regards to like where the episodes at, why aren't they uploaded? Why did four years of content just vanish into thin air? You have to ask that nigga. You know what I'm saying? All right. Do, 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 do. Eshawn. Was I allowed to call you Eshawn? All right. Oh, call you E. Sorry about that. You're Eshawn now. The attack on HBCUs. Good brother. Happy belated Thanksgiving to you, and I hope that the feast you prepare was immaculate in taste and exquisite in presentation. I'm not. I'm not exactly a day one listener, but I've been holding it down since like day three. I respect that. Thank you for being honest and sharing your successes and struggles. It is important that we as listeners recognize you are human and that shit. I'm sorry. And that this shit ain't all glitz and glam. This is why you've gained our loyalty and our understanding. We will forever champion you and look forward to seeing your ascension to stardom. Now on to the purpose of my email. There's been very few things I hate more than seeing HBCUs get obliterated by these powerhouse schools on national TV. Over the past few days, NCAT lost by 56, Alcorn lost by 49, Central lost by 30, Dell State lost by 60, Mississippi Valley lost by 80. God damn, those are exact loss amounts. No exaggeration. I extend that they get the look, but most times there's a big payday behind it. But fam, we cannot get those kind of looks on TV. It feels racist. Despite players on the predominantly white, predominantly white institutions team being primarily black athletes. Uh, I say it feels racist because I, as an anti-white, love nothing more than going to YouTube and watching black people beat up white people. I'm sure it's a similar feeling 
when they play HBCUs. But yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Why would Mikey want to go to an HBCU when niggas is getting publicly watched on TV by 80? I definitely want Mikey and these guaranteed lottery picks to go to HBCUs, but we have to figure this out. McCormick Maker only dropped 11 and 8 in his college debut at Howard as a 7 foot tall, 5 foot star recruit, also a mid level program, and was out rebounded 14 to 8 by a 6 2 guard. Son, come on now. Peace and blessings sent from my burner phone. Um, you being anti-white, it's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that overly mature guy that's going to sit here and be like, no, we need to see all races as equal and you need to get that shit out your mind and we can't progress unless you see all colors, no color. Like, you going on YouTube and watching black people beat up white people is hilarious. I mean, I'm just going to say it. Also, to more pressing issues, people, the, the players at HBCUs are getting killed by 60 points 80 points 40 points 50 points god damn and this is what it all boils down to son when you have immense talent you want to go to the place where the immense talent can be showcased right there's few exceptions you have like dame lillard and weber state and all that kind of shit but for the most part if you feel like you can get your family out the hood and a coach that gets 20 televised games a year comes and sits down on your couch and it's like yo i can propel you to be, to make a million dollars from playing basketball you're going to that school then you have to deal with their boosters boosters that we're never going to know about you know what i mean somebody named hank just pulls up with a fucking trench coat and gives your mom a hundred thousand dollars that's not happening nowhere else you know what I'm saying? Niggas pulling up giving you 500 racks. That's not happening nowhere else. Niggas giving you 80 racks for four months of service. That's not happening nowhere else. So not only do these niggas have boosters that will pull up and sit on I'm sorry, they don't pull up. The coaches pull up. And then you get to the campus. And then your mom calls like, hey, the package arrived and hangs up. That's that 80 grand that was promised to her. Now, the thing is, and this is. This can spill over into literally every single problem that we have as a society in regards to blacks getting on the same page, right? If everybody at the uh, McDonald's All-American game all went to like three schools, we wouldn't be in this mess. You know what I'm saying? Because when you look at who's like a McDonald's All-American, yeah, there's some white people. But the majority of those people that are dead nice, those are black people. You feel me? And... You know, college, it's not like the NBA where niggas need to, like, match salaries and draft and, you know what I'm saying, do all this fucking, uh, what the fuck is it called, um, protection, draft protection and all the kind of shit, right? If niggas who are dead nice all make the decision to go to the same conference and play there, no, they probably won't get 100 racks from boosters. No. They probably won't get the look. But you see, the NBA is still going to be the NBA. And the NBA gets the best talent. You know what I'm saying? So, say for instance, Cam Reddish and Zion and everybody else that went to Duke went to whatever fucking college you mentioned. What's it? What, matter of fact, I don't have these colleges committed to memory because I don't watch college basketball. So, say all of them went to Alcorn, right? They're not losing by 49. They're going to be taking shit by storm. But it needs to be some type of tutelage to tell everybody what the future is. Now, Mikey has immense 
immense, immense, immense confidence in his game. So he's like, nigga, I'll go to Howard and I'll turn that shit upside down, which you probably will. You know what I mean? And as opposed to like going D2 or low D1, whatever, go somewhere where you can command some finances for the school. But everybody's being outed and everybody's being exploited, right? So even if you're like an analyst of any sort or if you're someone who's a capitalist, you're probably telling these kids like, listen, man, whether you go to Alcorn or if you go to Duke, your talent is going to be exploited to maintain the coach's uh, position as the coach. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on the coaching staff is relying on you to not get fired, right? The the school is relying on you for cash revenue so fucking the lacrosse team can still have funding and, you know what I'm saying? And all the other kind of shit. So they're like, yo, if you're going to get outed and exposed anyway you might as well get outed and exposed in a place that can hopefully propel your career right it's very similar to like getting a job you know what i'm saying now if you went to mit for i don't fucking know if you went to mit for i don't know computer science and you went to alcorn state for computer science the people at mit aren't smarter than the pre- they aren't smarter than the people that went to Alcorn for computer science. But if you're a super duper deluxe company that needs people that are versed in computer science, you're going to look at two resumes like, nigga, what the fuck is Alcorn? That nigga wasn't getting bit. Yeah, we're, you know, bring the MIT dude in. Know what I'm saying? So a lot of it is like reputation as well. So the only way that we can like dismantle that is if like everybody who's nice goes to black institutions. But then there's the other question, what's in it for me? And that's the one thing that I haven't really been hearing, right? Everybody's saying these things that are like not tangible. You know what I'm saying? We got to put back into our own communities. We can have the same type of centers that Duke and North Carolina have, but we just lacking the resources and we can get the resources if the best talent comes here, but the best talent doesn't come here. So we can generate the same revenue that they generate. So we can't uh, uplift the university the way they've uplifted the universities. And they're right. Right. But the thing about living in a capitalist society is is very much so. Nick, nigga, that's not my problem. My mom lives in a one bedroom apartment with roaches. I don't give a fuck about Alcorn State. Right. That's usually the case. So Mikey I and, and Maker Makor, I'm hoping, are being trendsetters. So due to the fact that he's getting Irene bounded by people who are my height, he's probably going to be there for four years. Right. Hopefully he's. Got some connections like, yo, fam, just, I'm telling you, bro, this conference is weak. These niggas ain't shit. I just need some help. Just bring the cavalry. People will come down there. And then here's another thing, right, that's not really being spoken about. There's more channels to play basketball to make it to the NBA, right? You have subsidiary leagues that you can go to. You can go to the G League. You can go overseas. There's, like, more options, Right. So in anybody's mind, it's like, why would I want to go and just get used for my talent and not get money when I can go over here, get a accountant salary, get a quick 60,000, 50,000 for the year, which is very livable. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're 18 to play basketball for four months. So why would I want to go to school? I'm trying to play basketball for a living. Why? I don't need no school for that. So, I mean, it's all convoluted, man. Like there just needs to be someone with some sense that can go on TV. Hopefully LeBron, somebody send this episode to LeBron. 
he really wants to make some change in the black community like yo son here here it is y'all are not me right and that's okay but y'all can be rich like me but the only way that we can get some change is if we enrich the community right so if there if you are a top recruited athlete and you go there i will personally give a hundred thousand dollars to the school i will personally give 200 racks to the school i will personally reinvent the whole gym personally nigga lebron's fucking worth like 800 million dollars like i will personally do this if you go there i will personally do this you'll have my fucking word and then i'll have like the lebron james foundation program where you know what i'm saying if you got five recruits whatever you get a bonus for having so many recruits going to the school let's call it like the black gift certificate tax whatever fuck it is somebody somebody got to do something because these Black schools getting outed, so like Duke and West Virginia and all these niggas can punch my people by forty. I'm not with that shit, son. But somebody gotta do something. Know what I mean, that shit's not the, that shit is not the vibes. And lastly, maker, McCure maker, whatever maker McCure. Fam, somebody gotta teach that nigga how to box out. All right. This one comes from Ant. My friend is some mid. What's up, good brother? I needed to get a last minute haircut for this event. I was going two but my usual barber wasn't around so i hit up my friend who would be blah, blah, blah. so i hit up my friend who has been getting haircuts for probably a month and the cut was all right i'm sorry did i read this wrong so i hit up my friend who has been cutting hair now for probably a month and the cut was all right the fade was nice my lineup was mid and i didn't trust him with my facial hair so that was left untouched a few weeks later and now my homeboy keeps asking me, what am I going to come back so he can cut me again? But I don't want to go back. What should I do? How can I tell him no? Thanks for the help. Aunt, send for my iPhone. This is what you do. And this is going to sound very crass. But you got to tell the truth. Got to look him down his eye. Don't be, don't be rude about it. You don't got to yell about it. You don't got to make him feel like shit about it. But be like, yo. Our friendship is our friendship because we have a respect for one another and we've never done anything that's detrimental to either of our success, right? I never borrowed money and didn't pay it back. I never disrespected you or your family. I never tried to fuck your girl. If you ever had beef, you know, I, I got your back 100%. You know, if you fell on hard times, you know, you can crash in my crib. You know, if you need some bread, you can borrow money. And it's very give and take. That's what friendship is. You know what I'm saying? We're here to make sure that we stay afloat above everything. The world is on our back. There's targets on us. But fam, you fucked up my hairline. I can't allow that to happen for the sake of our friendship. That fade was dope. But fam, you just, your, your hairline ethic and your hairline technique is not trustworthy right now, bro. I couldn't even, I couldn't even trust you with my facial hair. I will support you when you get better, but I cannot be your test dummy. I can't be the person's, I, pardon me, you can, I cannot be the person that you practice on. I can't. That's just what it is, bro. You know, I fuck with you heavy. You know, I gave you an opportunity to give me a cut in the first place because, I mean, my other barber was busy, but fam, fam, my, my, my line, bro. That's all I have. You know how many people just don't have hairlines out here? Look at inside the NBA. All them niggas is bald. Shaq, Kenny, Charles, um, EJ. Four bald men, bro. One of them being white. You know what I'm saying? We can't have that in the community. 
I'm one of those people. I'm one of the people that still have my hairline. I appreciate that fear you gave me, but I can not in good conscience sit back in that chair, bro. I just can't. Like, our friendship means too much because I'm going to start to hate you. And I refuse to hate you. You're a close friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? And I also, I was also in a very similar position. You know what I'm saying? Like, this hairline just is, is unsatisfactory, son. And if you do nothing else, you got to be selfish with your hairline, bro. Like, that shit is non-negotiable. If niggas fucking your lineup, that, that, now, that's not the thing to, like, preserve feelings about. Like, for real. Like, it's about your fam. You, you your shape-ups just ain't where it is yet you're, you're not nice yet not yet you just started and i appreciate the effort but i'm not coming back to you until you get better bro like i just can't and if he's a real man he'll understand that and he'll take that on the chin and they'll be like you know what i right, cool and then hopefully that gives him motive to get better because i mean niggas know the vibes already like i can't be out here with a nasty hairline off the strength of friendship like what are the joints gonna say you know what i'm saying so yeah man you just gotta holler at him be truthful make like some comedic shit to intertwine in it but at at the foundation of the conversation just gotta be like yo bro i can't play that shit bro but hairline really means a lot to me and it doesn't mean more to it doesn't my hairline doesn't mean more than our friendship which is why you still can't cut me because i'm gonna get angry at you and that's the only thing I'll be angry at you about. And why would I want to cause a rift in our friendship? Like, for what? For this new thing that you've picked up? That's not fair to us. We're better as a unit. You feel me? Uh, this might be the last one. Uh, the Cologne Game. Good brother Reek, what's going on? It's your man, good brother Joker. I just wanted to know if you're in the Cologne Game. I just got in it this year and ain't nothing like a woman telling you you smell good. Right? Yo, fam, right, son? What's better than a woman telling you that you smell good, bro? I can't think of nothing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the next cologne I'm trying to buy is Creed Aventus. That John smells good as hell. Only problem is that shit is expensive as fuck. That shit is $325. But I'm going to get all... I'm sorry, but I'm going to get it. Or I'm going to have my queen get it for me. Because I bought my own Xbox. And if she don't buy me this Creed, my nigga. If she don't buy me this John. She might be getting the fucking boot, boy. Or Xmas gift is going to be, a, or or Xmas gift is going to be ass cheeks. Uh, us kings deserve some shit out here. It's about time these queens pay up. I hear that. Anyways, appreciate you reading my email, and as always, and also episode six one one two was flames, my nigga, fucking flames. Keep up the good work, as always. Peace and blessings, and stay safe, good brother. Yo, know, the cologne game. You know, I'm relatively new to it. I've been in it for a few years now, and my cologne game. I've never bought a bottle of cologne in my life, and I have like six bottles here because I stole them all from my uncle. My uncle is a player in his mid-50s, and I was over at his crib one day, and we were, I even talked about it on the show. I was over there, and I was chilling, and we were speaking, and we was eating, and I looked over, and I was like, yo, there's a lot of cologne over there. He was like, man, I don't use 75% of that shit. I was like, what? He said, yeah, man, like the way I am, I experiment with colognes, and then once i find the bottle i really like i to stick with that so all that is just trial and error over there i said trial and error I said yeah i was like you know as your nephew i'm calling dibs on this cologne can i have this cologne he said sure he had a he had a knapsack of sorts i put all these bottles into this knapsack and i brought it to my home i'm also in the game of um yo matter of fact speaking of cologne 
Let me share with you a little secret. I don't know if your if your girl told you about this, but you need to get scented body butter, right? We're past the days of lotion, right? We're past the days of using oils and shit like that in regards to like moisturization. I said moisturization in regards to being moisturized. Don't moisturize your skin with cocoa butter, with lotion, with oil. Use scented body butter and once you get the scented body butter it's and, it, and it's very niche it's a niche audience because all the all the things i've been seeing you probably even see it on your instagram feed one of which uh i got a s e s's butters and i mean i've been using this shit and this shit is dope son i i, I hope you can google it because this was given to me as, as a gift and it's the pink one you know what i'm saying i'm i'm gonna I'm walk you through this a s E apostrophe S butters. Fam, I've been using this pink one, bro. I put that shit on my skin as like the base coat of some fragrance. I then fucked around. I'm in my room right now, actually. I put that so that Dior Sauvage on. You know what I'm saying? My boy. Four thousand compliments. Oh my god, you smell so nice. Once you say that. Your girl, respectfully, might perform fellatio that she didn't have scheduled. Like, mm. Who you buy that for? Like, I bought it for you, babe. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to smell good for you and all that. You know how it go. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to spice things up. I'm always smelling the same. I smell like Dove soap all the time. You know, I listen to this podcast. He told me about A-S-E, apostrophe S's, Aces. I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that shit, even if it's four letters. He put me on like Ace's body butter and shit like that. And I mean, I got the Dior Sauvage on. I got the whatever on. I got the Creed on. Like, how you how you feel about that? She won't even be able to answer you. Because penis will be in her mouth respectfully. And it's your penis. So she won't cheat on you. You know what I'm saying? We got to smell good to not get cheated on. That's what happened to me in my earlier relationships. When I was talking about the bitches that cheated on me before. I wasn't wearing cologne then. Since I've been wearing cologne and body butter. The women have been loyal to me. There's, 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 there's something there. There's a link there. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm figuring out the code. So I'm glad that you spoke to me about this, brother. The cologne game is very strong, but it's the proper cologne. And you also, you also have to keep this in mind. The cologne you wear is reflective of your personality, right? So smell the way you want to smell. The same way you're going to wear the sneakers that you want to wear. It's all representation. You know what I'm saying? That's why my uncle, some old school shit, was like, yo, this, it's all trial and error. If it's trial and error, this is why I say that you do. Just hear me out. Before you start spending $300, $400, go to CVS. I mean, go to Walgreens. And there's those like $40 to $50 colognes. Buy those. Buy those. Start wearing them. Be like, oh, I'm not really fucking with that. Oh, you know, this is all right. Or maybe yo, I gotta use extra body butter so this can smell good. Find like your shit. Same way when you're trying to like figure out your your gene size, right? You do that. Experiment with that. Starting off big, you're gonna be wasting a whole bunch of a whole bunch of money. Cause what if that creed is terrible, bro? You know what I'm saying? We can't go into Macy's and go to the to the aisle and smell that shit no more. We can't. You know what I'm saying? That shit is dead. We gotta we gotta think smart, not hard, bro.
know what I'm saying? So yeah, tell me how that goes. If you get that $325 bottle of cologne, let me know if it's fire. Because I'm going to take your word for it. I'm not going to buy it. I'll probably get like the, the cheaper version. But you know how it go. You know what I'm saying? That being said, we're approaching half an hour. So I think I'm going to stop it here. Uh, peace and blessings. Past the dressing. Once again, shout out to Ace's uh, Body Butter. And I'll speak to y'all niggas on Monday.